This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best and how to raise the bar. They'd always be saying a special and we believe that you're a star. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. Good afternoon, this is Frank Carter with iDad, full time, full on, on Free FM 89.0. Yes, a dad to Katharina, Nikki, Esley, and granddad to Shaylee, Mahanga, Atahua, and absolutely and totally completely supported by and indispensable Miley, our partner Miley. And each one of us um, are impacted on our current COVID situation quite differently. And I guess much of the programme and much of what we read is going to be about the COVID situation. And perhaps I'd like to take a slightly different angle. Um, I guess a lot of us are looking for a slightly different angle. But uh, today, I think, um, but also, of course, we'll be looking at some things that will be bothering, I think, quite a few of us. So there's, uh, what are we looking at today? Level three, Hamilton. Yes, we're down to level three this week. And beginning to understand a little bit about um, what Auckland might be going through. So maybe some thoughts about that one. Uh, Charitable Trust. Charitable Trusts have a very important role in in our community, in our society. Just wonder if a charitable trust that breaks the law is entitled to retain its its uh, trust status. I want to have a look at that one. Screen time. Screen time, of course, during our breakdown, uh, our lock- breakdown, lockdown, uh, is, uh, it's difficult not to let it run away, especially when we're all cupped up. And a couple of thoughts on that one. We're on holiday this week and uh, a couple of uh, some holiday reading, which is possibly going to be a bit heavy, but I think it's going to be really important, especially with Esleya's eight-year-old moving into some quite difficult uh, social media territory. Um, A funding application. I I do a couple of funding applications every now and again as part of my role with a couple of uh, community organisations. And an interesting realisation, I think, Uh, more than interesting, uh, quite a a stunning realisation of some of the difficulties some people are going through when I was putting this funding application together. Talk about this one. And um, perhaps Facebook, Messenger, Roblox does have a role. Uh, But I guess that's all related to my thinking around Instagram and NetSafe reading. Um, And some experience with an online overseas um 
shopping, you know, one of these giant, giant shopping um, malls, if you like, whatever you call them, internet mall, shopping malls. Some positive experience, some not quite so positive. So I'm beginning to think, hmm, maybe, maybe the local shops, maybe the local businesses are the place to go. So that'll be our show for today. And uh, so we'll go for our first break and we'll come back with... Uh, yeah, the impact of level three on our family um, and just the impact of COVID-19 on our family. And I think that probably fairly relates, uh, relates to a lot of other families, but also some of the realizations that uh, maybe we're getting a lot easier than many families are. After the break, and my questions around the role of charitable trusts in situations like this.
My tip today will be discussing and looking at social media and the Roblox and the Facebooks and the Messengers. And incidentally, during the break, I got a message on the phone from Kids Messenger telling me, saying, have a look at what your uh, daughter uh, was doing this week on Kids Messenger. So I think we'll, what we'll do, we'll move our program a little round a little bit and mention that, yes, Esme is, is participating in social, social media, well, games. Not so much the social media, not onto the uh, Facebook and stuff so much, but certainly there's a Kids Messenger, there's Roblox, there's, uh, it's, uh, and you begin to think, ah, Yes. So, of course, as I said um, in the introduction, some of my holiday reading is going to be Parents' Guide to Instagram. And we're not on to Instagram at the moment, thank goodness. And uh, NetSafe. NetSafe, uh, which is a site in New Zealand, and I think it's, it's supported by government, where parents can go for advice and support um, on working with uh, social media stuff, internet stuff for their children, and not not only for their children, of course, um, because NetSafe will show you tell you about scams that are coming up. But uh, yeah, so this message that's come through on Kids Messenger on the phone during the break has said, "Okay, have a look," and uh, this is one of those safeguards that we can put in. There's another one, uh, one safeguards that we can put in. Uh, we're a bit reluctant to let um, to open up the messenger to Esley, but a number of her friends were on, so we looked at it carefully, very carefully. Looked at the all the stuff, and there's quite a few safeguards in there. However, the safeguards in there will not work unless we are also listening to the safeguards. Um, we do know, unfortunately, some parents um, where. It's just not happening. The safeguards are not happening and the concentration, because they're very busy. There's a lot of parents who are very, very busy, uh, working full-time, they're both working full-time, often on different shifts, uh, three or four children, house to keep, um, and all the stresses and strains of low income and whatever. So a lot of people don't have the time or the energy, I guess. Here we go. There's another one uh, telling me uh, the kind of things that Esle is looking at. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, so what have we got? Yeah, Kids Messenger, um, Roblox. Roblox, yes, spending quite a bit of time uh, during the break um, lockdowns on Roblox. And um, there's plus and minuses. We, we see that the Kids Messenger and the Roblox seem to be a way of Esle being able to keep in touch we're during lockdown stuff at the same time we've begun to notice a little bit of anxiety if you like <laughs> when we say come on it's like um time for lunch or time for dinner or time to do this or time to a little bit of uh, stress and hesitation and also at meal times sometimes as uh, suddenly a uh, uh, I'm full, I've had enough, and the plate's still only half eaten, and Esle's saying thank you, and she's off. So we're beginning, I think, possibly to see some warning signs that, uh, oh, hello, maybe the stuff is beginning to take over, maybe Roblox is beginning to take over. So um, 
but we're beginning to be aware and this is the warning signs. Other issues, of course, with things like Kids Messenger and um, the video stuff. Yes, dangerous, quite difficult, quite difficult. In the early days, we we put a bit of plaster over the camera on the um, on the laptop. That, of course, is quite difficult to do on a tablet. Uh, no, we can do it on a tablet, of course. Uh, but that begins to be sort of not so much invasive, but quite difficult to explain. And sometimes, of course, you have to begin to give children the freedom. But I think the thing that we do is talk to Wesley much, a lot about dangers. Schools are talking about dangers um, and just having this open conversation about the difficulties and dangers on social media. Um, bullying issues, of course, have come up. And I think we've been through those at school. Um, and so as they is beginning to be, is managing very well. Um, if somebody is saying, oh, no, don't you want to be my friend? Well, actually, not really. Um, so... It's, it's going through that learning stage and it's so, so important for us to be able to keep that um, communication open in a, in a non-condemning way, a non-critical way. Just open it up and let her talk. And this is what we find is so often Esle is coming and just talking to us and talking to us and then we can pick up some cues. So that's... Uh, and during this lockdown time, that is so easy to just let it okay go for it you know there we are uh, and um, they're on the Roblox or they're on the Facebook or the TikTok or or Messenger it's so easy to let it go um, cooking I think is possibly a, big, a little bit of a saviour um, and finding other activities inside the house this week of course we got a lot of rain which is going to be a bit of an issue in lockdown three um, cooking baking uh, as long as you've got all the bits and pieces. So some of the dangers and some of our experiences um, on this Roblox. There are some upsides, as I mentioned. Uh, it's enabling Esley to keep in touch with some friends and communicate. And and actually, there's there's a few things you can learn. We've had a few recipes off TikTok, of course, and Esley is beginning to realise that they don't work. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the latest one we've seen is the cocoa and the avocado one for the moose. I'm not quite sure about that one. But anyway, we'll go for our break now and we will come back with some thoughts about charitable trusts that are encouraging people to break the law should they retain their charitable status. A realisation of how difficult some people are, uh, the difficulty some people are experiencing uh, simply because I was applying for a funding. And... Um, Online purchases, online buying stuff, which of course, while we're in lockdown, it tends to, we tend to um, look towards something to do after this break.
During the last um, several months, we've, of course, we've experienced and we've heard and we've seen a lot about the anti-vaxxers uh, message. And uh, more recently, of course, over the last few weeks, we've been, we've seen quite a lot about people breaking the lockdown rules. Um, by trying to escape from Auckland, uh, trying to escape is perhaps the wrong word, <laughs> trying to move out of Auckland. Um, and more recently, of course, as there's been a couple of meetings or a couple of gatherings, large gatherings, one of which is held by a charitable trust. And the question arises to me, to what extent is a charitable trust responsible to the community for the message it gives i guess we can't we can't say that an anti-vax message or can't ban anti-vax messages because of course there's a degree of free speech and we are entitled to with within our good sense and without inciting racial hatred and all that kind of stuff we're entitled to uh, an opinion so we cannot ban a charitable trust for saying, you know, we believe that and vaccination is, is not right, even though we might feel that the message is absolutely abhorrent. However, moving a step further, if a charitable trust is organising a large gathering which breaks the law, is that charitable trust meeting its responsibilities? Um, charitable trusts, of course, have to meet uh, they have to, what is it, contribute to religion, education, uh, relief of poverty, and general benefit. So if a charitable trust is flagrantly breaking the law or encouraging people to break the law, is it still entitled to its charitable status? I, um, we're not going to mention any any particular trust in, at all, um, but I'll just leave that one in the air. Maybe I'll investigate a little bit further because I think may well be uh, worth a bit of a complaint to Charities Commission, quite honestly. Breaking the lockdown rules by encouraging mass meetings or large meetings where people can spread the virus, to me, is way, way outside the um, responsibilities of a charitable trust. There we go. So that's my thoughts on that one, and I'll give it some thought. Um, maybe a bit of a comment to Charities Commission or ask somebody the question, because it's very difficult for the police to, to round up thousands of people or a thousand people. There comes a stage at which the police cannot, just simply cannot arrest everybody uh, because we start getting riots. Um, so they get, it's a very difficult one for, for, the, for the police when a large group um, decides to break the law. There must be other ways of going about it. Having said that, I'm beginning to realise, I think, some of the frustrations um, that Auckland may be having or, and also understand some of the strains and stresses, the mental strains that other families are getting. We have been very fortunate to be absolutely honest, I've not felt a lot of stress. Some of my work has got behind. Um, I do accounting stuff, and it's I, I, I it's <laughs> you can't do accounting stuff. I cannot do accounting um, when it's lays at home um, because uh, this is my first responsibility, and um, it's not it's just not fair on her. I do a little bit, 
but not the deep down balance balance sheet kind of stuff and the legal stuff. You just can't do it. I just don't do it. So some of that gets a bit behind. But the real, real stresses of three or four children, financial stress, we have been very fortunate not to not to have gone through. And I think I just began to realise those stresses uh, over the weekend when I was doing a funding application for one of the charitable trusts I'm involved with. And this was an application for funds to support a group of uh, people with uh, in the you know to provide more resilience to enable them to develop more resilience um, in the face of issues like COVID nineteen. And my first application was so fairly blah blah. Okay, here's what the the group wants to do, um, and I tagged on COVID at the end. Didn't work, fortunately. <laughs> Fortunately, the the person at the in the organisation that we're applying to it was a week early, so they came back and said, "Frank, uh, yeah, okay, great, great, uh, great, um, great activities, wonderful outcomes, but how does it relate to COVID nineteen? So I went back to drawing board and did some research and beginning to realise, and it's very difficult to empathise uh, as much as one would like to because empathy means I've got to stand in somebody's shoes and I don't know quite how to do that. But I was beginning to realise how difficult uh, life is for a lot of people when I was doing this research. Um, the financial strains, the children, three or four children, um, and the isolation. The isolation seems to be the big one. I think we, we know about this isolation or uh, from experiences when people lose their jobs, uh, when people move to different communities, we often find that with people who retire from their, their community and then retire over to somewhere like uh, Tauranga or Seaside, their ideal place they've been working for and, and saving for for their whole lives. And they're going to move. And of course, they don't know anybody. Uh, social isolation, social change is, is very common, very un well understood. And of course, it's beginning to get to people because we cannot go out and, uh, and communicate. And especially, um, I was doing the research for an application for a Pacific Island community, and this is especially important because uh, supports from the church, supports from wider, wider family just are not there. So it's been quite a realisation and quite a learning curve for me around this um, COVID-19 stuff. That's about our week. Thanks very much for being with us. And it's going to be fairly wet. Um, look, best wishes to everybody. I guess there's a lot of lot of information available, but we could people can say as much as they like about keep your kids off the TikToks and the whatever, uh, go baking, whatever. But good luck. Best wishes for the week. And let's hope that next week we're through this and uh, seeing a lot more sunshine. Give your kids lots of hugs. And kids, give your parents lots of hugs. Being a dad. Being a dad. Being a dad. Being a dad. It takes time. Give them time. Being a dad. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices. Or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.